Who looks outside? Dream. Dreams. Who looks You are listening to Oracle Unfiltered with your host and Oracle, Natalie Granja. Money, business, marriage, sex, drugs, family, friendship, aliens, God, culture, matrix, life, unfiltered. You are listening to Oracle Unfiltered. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you're here. Um, All right, so you can either grab your tea get out your notebooks, take some notes, or maybe you're on a drive or a walk or doing laundry, but just allow this time to be a moment for yourself and um, yeah, see whatever comes through. If you need to press pause to, to kind of integrate what might be coming through for you and write down what you're feeling, I definitely recommend that you do that. Okay, so how to accelerate into your most abundant timeline, right? Let's talk about it. So has paying your bills ever made you wince or maybe you're paying your team and you're like, oh, or you're about to make an investment and you're like, oh, I don't know. And there's this, this contraction in your body, even if you know it's the right thing to do. Um, maybe you've had months where you had lots of exciting things going on, like travel, events, or, um, you know, whatever it might be, but you're paying it and you're feeling a little bit stressed. So um, we can get really attached to seeing a number in our bank account. That's the thing I really want to talk about here is um, especially once you've been making money in your business and um, you're like, oh my gosh, I've this is the most money I've ever had in my bank account. You want to like feel like it's always going to be there, right? You always want it. To, you always want to have that feeling of like, holy shit, there's so much money in there. But what happens is that we become so attached to seeing a number, a specific number in the bank account, right? So that we have to think about this. What does seeing that number in your bank account make you feel? So for many people, it's going to make you feel safe and secure. For others, it'll maybe have this sensation of like, oh my gosh, I can afford anything. It's like anything is possible energy because you feel like you can afford just about anything that you want to purchase. So you have to remember really what it is that you desire is that feeling, right? So what happens is people are getting so attached to the figure that they sometimes even lose that sensation because they start feeling safe with the figure in the bank account instead of saying, holy shit, I can recreate this feeling no matter what, even when I'm spending, right? Um, When spending money makes you contract, we're not living from this place of abundance, right? We're operating out of a place of scarcity. So I think about it as contraction or expansion, Abundance is when you're in expansion. Scarcity is when you're in contraction. And guess what? I'm not immune to this either. I'm not like this perfect person that never feels scarcity. That's absolutely not true, right? 
um, whether you're an oracle, an awakened leader, disruptor, you all experience bouts of scarcity. Um, that's normal. It's a human experience. I think it's even biological because, you know, if you want to go back to the hunter gatherers, like scarcity is what would drive us into hunting, into surviving. So it makes sense, right? It doesn't matter how much money you're making or where you are in your spiritual journey. Um, it is what it is. We just have to learn how to be in relationship with scarcity when it comes up. So um, I want to talk about this because I've had lots of big spending over the last, last few months, especially since we've been nomadic. I've had new investments and changing teams and all the different things that have had to happen. Coming back to America after traveling was a huge um, moment for Zach and I because we were like, oh my gosh, like it just, we didn't have a plan. So we were like, let's just book an Airbnb in Miami. And in one week, um, you know, we spent thousands of dollars. And I think that month was like a $15,000 a month just in Airbnbs. Um, so I was thinking about this time a couple of years ago when I moved from DC to Austin. And I also made these amazing investments into my business. And all of a sudden, I ended up sp spending 12000 $500 in one week. While I've invested more into myself and my business, it felt like this expense in particular just snuck up on me. I had this moment of sitting at my laptop, looking at all the payments needing to be made, and I experienced a sense of contraction. And the same thing happened when I came back from uh, traveling abroad and we came back to America and we're like, okay, well, we're just going to travel domestically for a while. And there was just no plan. There was a few other things that happened that don't need to be named, but it was just lots of unexpected expenses that we were like, what the fuck, you know, like just not, not what we were planning for. Um, and so I had this moment of sitting at my laptop, looking at all the payments that were needing to be made. And I was experiencing that sense of contraction. Um, you know, and it, here's the thing, it's easy to look at online spiritual leaders or entrepreneurs and only look at the lifestyle that they're living, right? We flip through Instagram seeing their outer vision of success, but we often don't see all of the emotional work they had to do in order to get to that point. So um, before we get into the four steps um, to step out of scarcity and begin to accelerate your most abundant timeline, let's start by digging deeper into abundance itself. So what is abundance? I think it's important to dial in on what abundance truly is before going any further. So many of us outsource our definitions of abundance based on how we see others living around us, right? So we, we, come up with this definition of, of abundance based on what other people are programming us to believe about abundance. So to me, abundance isn't, uh, you know, a Louis bag at all. Abundance is, for me, like something completely different, right? But for that other person, that's really an important symbol for them. It's a marker, right? Abundance is deeply personal, Every single person will have a different definition for what abundance looks like to them. What may feel abundant to you may not feel abundant at all to me and vice versa. However, I think a good way to think about abundance is this. Abundance is always having the resources to make your next move. 
right? Abundance is always always having the resources to make your next move. When you are abundant, you have the resources to act on your desires, whatever those desires may be. Abundance is not just about having money in your bank account. It's about being able to take out that money to invest in the things that you truly want. With this definition in mind, how can we shift from a place of scarcity to one of abundance, even in those heavy spending situations? Well, step one, accept the contraction. Before pressing pay on any of those payments, you want to get into a better energetic state. The first step is to stop fighting it. Accept that you are experiencing contraction and let yourself sit with it. Feel it in your body. Where is it coming from? For me, when I had my moments of tension and making those payments, I could feel the contraction coming from my solar plexus. My solar plexus is always an indication of how I'm feeling energetically and emotionally. So maybe scan your body. Maybe you've been experiencing contraction or think about a time you experienced contraction and feel into that body. Where were you holding that tension? So what's interesting is that I personally don't feel contraction, financial contraction in my heart. The heart is the intuitive center, right? So whereas the solar plexus is where our identity resides, it's our home of the ego. The solar plexus is what houses our ego, whereas our heart houses the the communication to divinity. So rather than try to ignore or push away what you're feeling, what if we just accepted that you're feeling scarcity, that you're feeling contraction. So I remember saying to myself as I sat there on my laptop saying, okay, you're feeling some contraction. This is a big week of expenses. A lot of it is unexpected. But what you're about to receive will be far greater than what you're about to spend. I like to focus on what I'm about to receive, right? So one of the things I was receiving was working with a new mentor. I was like, what I'm gonna learn is invaluable. I'm shortcutting this entire process of what I was learning by working with her. Another thing is I was moving to a new city. Okay, amazing. Again, invaluable. All of these different possibilities. Investing in a beautiful Airbnb, invaluable right? Because I know that my surroundings really affect my productivity, how I feel, everything. So I focus on what I'm receiving and I tell my body, it's okay. I understand that you feel scared. I see that. And then I focus on the energy of my heart because again, my heart's not in contraction because my heart knows it sees beyond the, the dropping bank account right? But the solar plexus wants to identify with that specific number in your account. And you're like, Oh, I don't want to I don't want it to go any lower. But the heart knows way more than the rest of the body, right? And your body knows way more than your mind. 
So step two, identify the sabotage spiral that's coming up. If you followed me for a while, you've probably heard me talk a lot about sabotage spirals. I have a whole in-depth workshop going into it. Um, so we all have different sabotage spirals that come up. And I see this with everyone I work with, everyone from entrepreneurs just starting out to those making multiple six and seven figures. The only difference is that they show up in slightly different ways. The sabotage spiral that was coming up for me at the particular moment um, went something like this. Natalie, is this really responsible to be doing this right now? It was a little voice of doubt that made me question my desires. Is this responsible? Another good one that was coming up, which I know affects so many of us was, but it feels so good to see a, a large number in my bank account. Do I really want to see it deplete when I'm making all these payments? This is a pesky spiral indeed. The ego is looking for safety and comfort and thus trying to talk you out of your desires. Number three, decide to act on your desires and your highest excitement. Decide, right? And you do it within your values, of course. So once you've accepted the contraction and you've identified what the spiral is trying to do, you must take a conscious decision to act on your desires and highest excitement. Of course, these desires and this excitement must exist within the values of your life. So for example, it may be within my highest excitement in a certain moment to, I don't know, because someone, you know, I, I'm going to give you this example because lots of people have said to me, well, what if this or what if that? And I'm like, okay, guys, let's, let's look at it this way. Let's say you are on a health and fitness journey and you're like, oh my God, I really want to eat a large cheesy pizza. That could feel exciting to you, but it's not within the values of your health and wellness goal, right? Your health and wellness goal is to maybe go dairy free for the next 60 days or, you know, to not eat gluten for the next 60 days. So it wouldn't make sense to follow that desire because it's not within the values of your goals, of, of who you want to be. But if the desire aligns within the values of your most abundant timeline, it is always the right decision to act, no matter what your ego is trying to protect you from. So to figure out the values of your most abundant timeline, you can look towards the future, right? The future you, the one who is already done everything she wants, the one who already has, the one who already feels the way that the most abundant version of you feels, right? So ask yourself, what does she value? What is she prioritizing? What is she investing in? What do her relationships look like? By deciding to follow your desires, you can meet your new identity. It, it's like your your uh, actions help you um, sort of like carve out the most abundant version of you that was there all along, right? We're not becoming some new person. This is who you are at the core underneath all of the societal programming. So number four, do not compromise. 
This is one of the things that I wish I'd learned so many years ago. And if you're earlier on in your business, like you haven't made a whole lot of ton of money yet, maybe your uh, money is inconsistent, or even let's say you've got lots of money. Let's say you're already at six figures, multiple six figures, but you may need to hear this. What's important to note is that at no point when looking at my spending, did I start to negotiate with myself. I never started telling myself, well, if you do this, you can't do that. Or maybe I should just pick one of these things. No, I knew I wanted it all and I was destined to have everything I'd set out to purchase. Um, I want to say here too, um, I started or I should say, I stopped negotiating with myself or stopped trying to compromise with myself when I had as little as $2,000 to my name. Um, I've told this story before, um, but basically there was this moment where I had to pick between a really important personal investment and also getting health labs and all of this um, like health stuff done. And both of them were requiring, I think it was like $10,000 each. Um, or I needed $10,000 to be able to afford both is what it was. And I only had $2,000 to my name. And I was like, how do I do this? Like, what am I going to do? And I remember uh, taking a microdose of mushrooms and going for a drive and saying, God, like I deserve both. I shouldn't have to pick between this personal investment and this health investment. I know I live in an abundant world. I know that everything and anything is possible for me, even if I haven't seen evidence of it yet. And then I, I kept saying, I kept affirming, all of a sudden this affirmation came up saying, I already have the solution. I know the solution. I already have the solution because I started to tap into the fact that this is a multiverse. There is a timeline where I have the solution for both. I know I've got it. And then guess what? By the end of that drive, it was a 30 minute drive, I had the solution. I remembered someone who had asked if I could do this job for them doing some social media stuff that at the time I was not interested in because I was like, I'm trying to grow my own business. And I said, Hey, I don't know if you're still interested in me having you, uh, if you want me to do this, um, but I'll, ha I'll definitely do this. And the package is $10,000. That was the first time I had ever, ever made a $10,000 contract. The highest contract I'd made up until that moment in my life was $3,000. So it was a huge stretch for me. And I did it that same day. I took action. So why I'm telling you this is I only had $2,000 in my bank account. But in that moment, I decided I am not choosing between one investment and the other. I honored my desire uh, to move states and to move out of the country and to be nomadic and to get a bigger house and all of this costs money and to expand my team and to continue investing in mentorship. All of it cost money. The bottom line here, do not complicate the process. Don't start to talk yourself out of it. When it comes to desire, your body is leading the way and your mind is always the last to catch up. This is why even when you receive an intuitive nudge, you have to trust it. 
Your desire doesn't have to make sense to other people. It doesn't have to be responsible or reasonable to them. As we know, time is not linear. That gut feeling that you're getting is actually your future self looking back at you through their memory saying, I'm so glad I did this. Remember, money is just energy. It's a resource. Think about the next time you try to hold on or hoard your money. Would you do the same thing with energy? Would you hoard money if you truly believed that there's more and more and more where that came from? No. When we're able to realize that money is simply energy, we can use that to act on our highest desires. We're able to step out of scarcity and start accelerating our most abundant timeline. If you want to learn more about how you can do this or you want to uncover what your sabotage spirals are, if you want to reprogram yourself and your energy body so that you can be in your most abundant timeline and even figure out what that looks like, you can go to my website, nataliegranja.com or go to my Instagram, nataliegranja underscore. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, give us five stars. Say hi by screenshotting and tagging me at Natalie Granja underscore. You can buy or apply to work with me at NatalieGranja.com. See you in the most abundant timeline. Peace.